to the Straight from the Suburbs podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. I am the Crypt Keeper, and I am here in the Crypt, wishing you all a Merry Krampus to everyone. Wait, has the Crypt Keeper gone Christmas crazy? I assure you, I have not. You know I always like to be creeping a real, even during Christmas time. So stay tuned, be good, and stay off the naughty list, because if you don't, Santa will skip her house and allow his counterpart, Krampus, to pay you a visit. A deranged face with bloodshot eyes, large horns, fangs, and a long tongue. He's covered in fur and he's gigantic in scale. He is a major part of Christmas for some Eastern European people, a major Christmas tradition in Europe and their descendants here in Canada. He is Krampus. Everything has its opposite. Good has its evil. Light has its shadow. Nice has its naughty. And St. Nicholas has Krampus. Historically described as half goat, half demon creature, it's easy to compare Krampus to, or even mistake him for, the devil. Because the two figures bear such a striking resemblance, the Catholic Church tried to eliminate Krampus celebrations during the 12th century. This attempt was unsuccessful, and the tradition continued. His image alone ought to be horrifying enough to keep naughty kids in line. But those who dare challenge Krampus, as the legend suggests, would endure an extreme punishment of being beaten with birch twigs, taken back to his lair, tortured, and even eaten. Krampus's pre-Germanic oranges are unrelated to Christmas and is thought to have initially been a part of pagan rituals practice for winter solstice. Krampus later became associated with Christmas, which as mentioned, the Catholic Church tried to ban. He is sometimes referred to as the Christmas Devil. The lore of Krampus is rooted in Germany, where traditionally people began celebrating Christmas in early December. The name Krampus comes from the German word Krampen, which means claw. In Germanic tradition, St. Nicholas is a benevolent figure who gives presents to good children while Krampus, his malevolent counterpart, beats them with birch twigs. He takes those naughty children, puts them in a sack, and takes them away, some say to be eaten. In essence, the origin story recants how St. Nicholas and Krampus traveled together working as a team rather than opposing forces, one bearing rewards while the other brought fear and punishment. The good and the bad duel would arrive in tandem on December 5th, which is known as Krampusnacht, which translates to Krampus Night. The unlikely duo, Santa and Krampus, would go door to door, and either Saint Nick would leave presents for the good children, or Krampus would beat the naughty ones with sticks. 
Once Krampus was done with his mischief, the Germanic people will then celebrate Nikolaustag or St. Nicholas Day on December 6th. Krampus uses his force to discourage people from naughtiness and as a means of deterring children from bad behavior. Krampus is a boogeyman associated with the Christmas season. Being that he is the counterpart of St. Nick, Krampus' infamous birch twig may be in reference to the Dutch legend of St. Nicholas coming back from the dead and then nearly beating a bishop to death with a birchwood, perhaps linking Krampus's role as St. Nicholas's darker counterpart. Krampus is often covered in sheepskins as well as heavy chains or cowbells. Through my research, I discovered that the chains were introduced only after Christian influence on the holiday as a representation of attempting to bind the devil. Other origins showcase the chains and bells as being part of a lost pagan ritual or perhaps adopted elsewhere as Krampus has been influenced by many other traditions and cultures. A big Christmas activity attributed to Krampus are Perchtenlauf or Klaubaufe, which are Krampus parades. They stem from a pagan tradition that goes back centuries where people dressed in costumes marched the streets for the purpose of eliminating or getting rid of the ghost of winter. The costumes are called Perchten and are named after the malevolent spirits they resemble. The masks are influenced by the folklore about evil mountain spirits that caused harm in the winter months. In Austria, the pagan tradition of dressing up in Perchten costumes, also called Teufel or Krampus, and taken to the streets to get rid of winter ghosts goes back 1500 years. Of course, during the Krampus parade of yore and modern day, parting occurred and libations were aplenty. Interesting, this tradition is not dissimilar to the way Christmas used to be celebrated before the 19th century. During my research, I came across a wonderful quote from author Stephen Nisbaum. According to history, Christmas was, and I quote, a holiday that was characterized by boisterous revelry. It was sort of like a combination of Halloween, New Year's Eve, and Mardi Gras. Despite his malevolent agenda, his appearance alone is quite intimidating and no doubt will curb any bad behavior at least for some of us. So, as winter rolls in, year after year, alongside Christmas, better hope that you're on the nice list and not on the naughty list. Unless, of course, you're into that. Stay tuned, those in the crypt. The Crypt Keeper has a special Christmas present for everyone listening. My paranormal producer extraordinaire, Wolfman Jackson, reciting a creepy Christmas Krampus poem. Merry Christmas, everyone. Grus vom Krampus. And as always, stay suburban, stay mystified.
Even ironwood hath thirsts born of cloven hoof and gnarled horn. From ancient times long forgot, called again by hearts of rot. Into our world this devil came. Now we learn this devil's name. Krampus, Krampus, please leave us be. We did not know, we could not see. We only lived as we were taught. The vice and greed that we are sought. The Krampus comes as daylight fades. A price for meat that children pay. Yuletide comes with hearts of black, a song to hearken and compass back. To truly find who Krampus is, in your mirror's glass, the reflection's his.